0: The show.
1: You know what time it is, don't you? That's right. It's Drinky Fun Time, where we drink booze with some of the most interesting people at the coolest places around. So grab a drink, chill out, and enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Drinky Fun Time. I'm Dan Dunn, alongside Emma Patterson. Emma, how are you? I'm so excited. It's very exciting stuff going on today. We are coming at you from a palatial estate up in the hills of uh, Beverly Hills, right? We're in Beverly Hills? We are right up in the hills. We are are out there. Mountain lions, squirrels, lots of wildlife going on. Uh, This palatial estate happens to belong to the fine folks at Ferrari. Uh, Not the car company, the sparkling wine company. We're going to be telling you all about that. In just a little bit, why we're here and all that. But speaking of Ferrari, how about our ride up here? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, we weren't in a Ferrari. I think it was like a 1982 Plymouth Voyager minivan. Uh, our driver, uh, let's see. Everybody out there has taken Lyft and Uber. We all, we're all all familiar with this. Is that... This rate's in my top three scariest of all time. You, how would you? Where would you put this? Rate? I
2: would say, we'll put it this way. I sent a text message to my mom saying I wasn't <laughs> sure whether we were going to make this it alive.
1: It. I'm here. Let's raise a toast. Let's,
2: to to this living. Is,
1: this is to being alive. Cheers. I didn't think it was. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. And um, we are here, uh, Emma, because it's Emmys. It's Emmy season. And
2: it's, it's not my season. No, it's, it is Emmys. People who don't live in Hollywood. It, Emmys is a big, big deal. It's not the Oscars, no. It is the equivalent. It is the celebration of the achievements of people and the, the writers on t- TV. In TV. Now, by the time you hear this, the Emmys will have happened probably last
1: night because mm-hmm. I know everybody listens to it the day the show comes out. Um, so the reason we're doing this is besides just we live in L.A. and we want to celebrate the big award season. But we've got a special, we've got a lot of connections to uh, I'm going to the Emmys Uh, uh, will have been to the Emmys, is weird time-space continuum thing going on. Producer Bo was at the Creative Emmys... It's like the little. It's like the mini
2: Emmys that were held last oh, week. Oh, no, that's not I'm fair! Kidding. They give out a billion Emmys. There's, people, <laughs> there's
1: so many they awards they have, have to. to yeah. They
2: have to run it over three nights, and yeah. so they did the first last Saturday. And producer Bo was nominated, and you went too. I did. I got to go because you were going to the prime time, so I got to go too.
1: You went, uh, and it
2: was. I mean, this. I was trying to think how to explain what it was like to anyone who 's not been and it reminded me a bit of my high, my college university graduation you 're all dressed up and uh, you you 're a bit uncomfortable in your outfit and there 's a lot of sort of like anxious waiting, but really excited and uh, it 's funny because when when they tell you whether or not you, you know your, your nomination comes up. There's a moment when you probably, I believe, you actually genuinely don't want to win because suddenly the thought of getting up and walking up there and getting that award seems so awful. And then let's Wait, say. Wait, producer
1: f- Bo, do you agree? He's shaking his head. No, he's like, I would have like to have won.
2: Um. <laughs> let's bring him on. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, producer Bo, who was nominated for sound mixing for the TV show Waco. Yeah. Congratulations, Bo.
3: Oh, thank you. Did you not want to win? Oh, God, I wanted to win. Absolutely. And by the way, you me?
1: guys looked great. And, and I, can we, there was a fantastic picture you had. Can we put that on Instagram? All right, we're going to yep. put that on Instagram. you got to see. Producer Bo and Emma looked li- – if, if I were interviewing people on the red carpet, I'd be like, who's that coming down? Well, right? is, that, is that Kate Hudson <laughs> and her new Bo? People confuse
3: well, that. Well, that, that was one of the funny things is what, you know, the first thing that you do, is you do the red carpet at the Emmys, and there's a big area where all the press in the world are there to take your photo. Now, a few years ago, I may or may not have been nominated for another big award. Oh, and stop. <laughs> Oscars.
2: Just <laughs> <To> say you. <laughs> Oscars. It's, it's a big deal. It was a good yeah. night.
3: And, uh, but when you get nominated, when you go to the Oscars, um, the Oscar luncheon, the first thing they do is they separate you from your date. So you're alone. And it's and terrifying. They,
1: and they give her to George Clooney. Exactly. Yeah, it's a weird tradition <laughs> here in L.A. Yeah, I'm sorry.
3: No, you stand, you stand there, and you're on this press line. And I didn't know what I was supposed to do because I was helpless because my date was not with me. So uh, I look in front of me, and Amy Adams is standing there. And she's also separated from, you know, from her date, and she was nominated that year. And I'm such an idiot. I just I looked at her, and she looked at me, and I just went, I worked on The Muppets. <laughs> and it and it just fell out of my mouth, and I do And and she goes, "Oh, my kids love that movie," and she was really sweet. And I said, "She was also
2: in the movie, right?" She
3: was also in the Muppets. That's she was in I the hear, Muppets, yeah. yeah. So I you weren't
1: randomly just talking about the Muppets. I just yeah. that's my Tourette's. Okay, yeah, there uh, it is. That's
3: my Tourette's. Um, so I said, "What are we about to do?" And she said, "Well, we're going to go on this little press line, and um, you know, about two hundred people are going to take your photo and for all the publications." And I said, "Well, they're probably going to take your photo, probably not mine." She was so cool. She just grabbed my arm. and She goes, "Nope, you're with me," and. I walked onto this red carpet thing and about 200 photographers are going, just taking my picture. And then I had this fun moment where then she goes, okay, I'm going to leave you now. I'm going to walk over this way. And as she walked away, all 200 lenses followed her <laughs> <laughs> and then I was standing there like waving and one guy just looked at me and had pity and went and just took my picture. And then that was it. Now the difference is the Emmys. Now I had Emma yeah and now we got our photos taken, and that'll be the photo that you see and they're yelling the
2: emma over here over emma, here over, over here. here over hey, here tall over guy here. tall
3: guy move over Get move over way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> nonsense no, it's very well organized actually um because you were officially nominated, you know they do uh, anticipate the nominees not all being famous actors because it is the creative side of the t v uh, achievements. So obviously you were there for sound. And they do really, really want to interview people and take their photos because there are all these – well, I mean, you were interviewed. And uh, and so, yeah, you have to – you go on the red carpet, and then there are these stars, Dan. If, God forbid, you get to go on the red carpet, there's three stars. <laughs> look for the stars. <laughs> oh, get where to stand. F- stand on the I thought the you stars. meant actual stars, you like start, famous, because they're stand, on there too. Yeah, you, you stand on a star, and you look up, and you just – Breathe in and hope for the best. And then, because honestly, it's terrifying. It's a lot of flashes. Well, and
1: you know what's crazy too, is because people don't understand, is how long of an experience it is. From the time you get there to the end of the awards, how long would you say you were there? Um, I'm not even talking about the ball. I'm talking about just the end of the awards.
2: It's a long day, to be honest, because, well, it's LA, so there's horrid traffic. So you're going to set off an hour before you get there. But also, the red carpet goes on for at least two, maybe three hours. Because a lot of people get through. And then, so I'm not joking, the first thing uh, a lady said when we got there, we just got to the red carpet. And she said, well, the good news is uh, there's AC inside. (laughs) <laughs> and that's how hot the red carpet was. Like, nobody wanted to be there. It was sweltering. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon in Los Angeles, which is just really stiflingly hot. And we got to go in and get a cold beverage while the press all stayed outside in the oh, heat, man. just waiting. And you've got to remember, the press are dressed up too. They're in tuxedos. The women are in gowns. And their makeup is just pouring, pouring off their face. Up. And their hair's getting flat. And I just thought, thank God I'm with Bo.
1: Now, are the are the... Uh, celebrities, uh, stars, also just... Walking around, or is there? Do they sort of cordoned off in another area? I no, mean, no.
3: Everybody's everybody's on the same level. I mean, the the Emmy that I was up for was the it's the same statue. as yeah. Brian Cranston gets to take home? That's what I'm know. saying. Like, so yeah. you
1: could be standing there, and he just Brian Cranston just walks by. They're yeah, like, absolutely. Let's put the sound guys over here. No, and no. Let's no. Put, yeah, there's so no.
2: Everybody's welcome. It's one big Emmy soup, and you've yeah. got James Corden there, and and you know, and it was a real mix, actually, wasn't it? Of yeah. people they gave out best. Uh, comedy actor, I think they gave out best. Oh. Um, I w- don't want to spoil it. Although oh, it's already happened. So yeah, far.
3: I mean, that's why the award shows are really fun. I mean, I, I, one of my favorite moments from that other award show that may or may not have... Yeah, you know, that, the, the, other, the Yeah, the other award that I didn't win. Um, I remember standing online line in the men's room and just wasn't really thinking and was waiting there. And the guy in front of me just turns around. And he goes, who do you think you're going to get? And I went, huh? And there were three urinals... And it was Sidney Portier, Harrison Ford, and Bono. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, who am I going to get? And you I mean, got, who do you get to pee who after? Who do I get to pee after, which is very exciting for boys. <laughs> Why I, is that exciting? I got, I got Sidney Portier. I'll tell my grandchildren about that.
1: Uh,
2: you you've got after. to pee directly after
1: <laughs> Shining moment in my life. So now when you go, and this is, we're going to segue into what we're doing here, but when you go there, are you, are you, allowed, are you allowed to have drinks before the show?
3: Yeah, yeah. Um they, they have a bar there. You'll see it when you go. Dan yeah. Dan just really wants to yes. know, can you get loaded at the Emmys? Can and the answer loaded? is yes. You it can't is, drink it during the show. You it's can. not it's not like the gold Oh you can. You can, you can. I think um I mean at, at the Creative Arts Emmys you could run out to the bar and bring your drink back in um, which to self. yeah, we're
2: interested to know what they'll do this year though because p- previous years um, they'd all been sat at dinner at big tables haven't they for sure. the and this year they're in a, a movie theater and I'm wondering if for the sake of the people watching do they want to see their favorite actors all swigging drinks or i don't know
1: i mean i always like it when they do that at the golden globes mm. but i don't i don't ever recall seeing it at the oscars or the emmys or you you
3: can't drink at the oscars you have uh, during a commercial break you can run out to a bar right to the side and then you have to be back in your seat and you said you the have the to pay break.
1: at that bar too
3: no 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 it's oh, all you know? it. it's okay no, 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 weren't you free. saying
1: there was a cash bar at some point uh, yeah before, at the, yeah, the
3: emmys Yeah, before so is, the emmys start oh that's yeah. interesting
2: yeah only yeah. once you get to the governor's ball will the free flowing drinks begin Speaking of the governor's ball and free-flowing drinks, you will be drinking something very delicious. What's it called? It's called Ferrari sparkling Ferrari. Wine. and that's why
1: we're here uh, at this at this uh, Beverly Hills manse. Uh, Ferrari for the. Uh, this is the fourth year that uh, that Ferrari has been um, the official sparkling wine of the Emmy Awards season. Uh, they pour it at the show. They pour it at the Governor's Ball afterwards. They pour it at all sorts of parties. There's a million parties going on. And if you're, if you're at one, if you're lucky enough to be at one of these parties, uh, Ferrari's getting poured. Um, they, uh, what we, what we could, I could tell you right now all about this, but instead of doing that, I have a special guest uh, who's going to sort of walk us through what Ferrari is. Okay, It's a sparkling wine. Right on that, but as we know, there's lots of different uh, categories of sparkling wine that fall under that general umbrella, and we're going to talk about that. You know, uh, one of the one of the things people think immediately: oh, Ferrari must be it's Italian, must be prosecco. It is not prosecco. Okay, we're going to establish that right now. But uh, let's get all the details, and I want to uh, get a warm, drinky, fun time welcome. He is the president, CEO, the all being master. Of time, space, and dimension, <laughs> if you go to Ferrari, the buck stops with this guy right here. Uh, please, warm welcome for Matteo Bruno Lanelli. Ooh. Thank
2: yes. you. Yes. Welcome, Matteo. Welcome to the Thank show. Thank you very
0: much.
1: Good morning. Thanks what for a having us. Man. Yeah. By the way, like you said, oh. um, good morning. We Thank are, you. yes, we are drinking bubbly, and it is morning. Okay. Uh,
2: it's actually noon yeah. now, but it's oh, okay. Emmy's okay. week, it's so we week. just okay. drink. Yay, yeah, we're a yay, Ferrari breakfast. Yeah, yeah, this is a Ferrari <laughs> breakfast.
1: So, so Matteo, <laughs> you, you are, it's Matteo Bruno Lanelli. Um, Ferrari is the brand, which was founded by a gentleman named Giulio Ferrari in 1902, right? Exactly. In 1902. Giulio Ferrari was our founder. He was the founder, and he, he was one, the first guy to really plant uh, Chardonnay in Italy, correct?
0: Yes, yes. Uh, Giulio Ferrari basically understood uh, the great vocation of the Trentino region, which is in the northeast of Italy, for cultivating Chardonnay and Pinot Noir dedicated to bottle fermented sparkling wine. Yeah. So he was the first one to really understand uh, the, the potential of Trentino. And he studied viticulture and enology in, uh, in Italy first. He moved to France in Montpellier. After that, he had the opportunity to spend some time in Champagne. And this is where he learned how to make bottle fermented sparkling wine, which the French called métal Champenoise. And so... Coming back to Trentino, coming back to Italy and his his homeland, uh, everything started from his dream to make a great sparkling wine with grapes cultivated in Trentino. And uh, this is how he started, with a very small production you know, he, everything started. And we're talking about
1: the early, we're talking about the early twentieth century here. Yeah,
0: nineteen o two is the first vintage of uh, Ferrari historically. He was actually also pretty young, but uh, with uh, this uh, unique experience because at that time it was not very common for. Uh, for a young guy from Trentino to move around Europe and learn how to, you know, to, to get this this, to, to study these things, and so he, he had a very unique knowledge. Uh, as you said before, is is uh, the first one who really brought Chardonnay into Italy. Chardonnay is a great variety that nowadays. Uh, you so can he had find been exposed to
1: that when he was in France.
0: It is, yes, yes. Nowadays, you can find the Chardonnay from uh, Trentino down to Sicily. Sure. And it's a great variety, which is quite unique because every time, you know, depending on where you plant it, it will give you very different results. And in Trentino, it gives uh, this um, very nice freshness, elegance and finesse, which is perfect for a sparkling wine. And this was, uh, you know, something that he understood and and the story started like this, which uh, he ran the winery for 50 years. Yeah. And well, so um, he he
1: di- so he didn't have he had no children. Yes. Okay. So he's he's doing this, if I understand this correctly. And then around about the 1950s, he's thinking, I got to figure out who I'm going to leave this to. I'm leaving. Yeah. Who's going to carry on my legacy? Had no children, and so he decides to leave it to a wine wine shop owner named Bruno Linelli, who happened yes, to be uh, your
0: my grandfather. Grandfather. My grandfather was a client of Giulio Ferrari. He was a wine merchant in Trento. Uh, the two of them they were good friends, and so, since he had no children, he had to find somebody who could continue his vision uh, between many pretenders he choose, uh, He chose my grandfather as his own successor because uh, if he knew and he understood uh, that uh, uh, Bruno Lunelli was the right person to bring on the same his vision and his idea and his culture and I think that has been very important because uh, you know, in over a century of history, we really preserved the, the same value, the same culture that uh, Giulio Ferrari started. You know, in yeah. over a century, we have basically do we have been doing always the same thing, which is you know trying to do the best uh, sparkling wine in Trentino with the same. With Let me ask race. you this,
1: so people get an idea. Let's let's get the definitions out of the way first. So most people think it's you have the you have the general category sparkling wine. Everybody's heard. Yes. Of, everybody of course has heard of champagne, uh, generally made with three grapes: Pinot Noir, uh, Chardonnay, Chardonnay, Pinot Meunier, And Pinot Marnier. Marnier. And, uh, and in order to be called champagne, it's got to be made in Champagne. Okay. Yes. So then we know. Correct. Most sparkling wines from Spain, Cava. When you think sparkling wine from Italy, you think Prosecco. This is not Prosecco, it's and not tell us same. why.
0: Because, uh, you know, and this is, a, you know, for me, it's nice uh, to be able to, to, to tell this story because, you know, in Italy we have a lot of different sparkling wines, depending on where they are produced, which grape variety, and which method you use. So Prosecco is made in Veneto, is Metodo Charma, so the second fermentation happens in the bottle, and it's made with Glera grapes. Yeah. And it has a uh, you know this nice pleasant easy to drink aromatic profile, you know Trento DOC instead, which is the denomination of Ferrari. We are and so
1: uh, I'm going to just keep cutting. Yeah. So people know when he's talking about the denomination, these are the areas official officially recognized regions, and yes. this a- any wine. Region in the world is going to have denominations. Various, yeah, places. like so
0: Bordeaux and Burgundy and exactly. Champagne in France. In Italy, you can have you know Chianti or Barolo. You know, for sparkling wine, it's the same. You know, you have a Prosecco in Veneto. In Trentino, you have Trento DOC, which uh, you know not only is uh, only made in Trentino, so it's a different region from Veneto, but it's and it's a mountain sparkling wine, but it's made with different method, which is the me- basically the same method of Champagne. And uh, and again, in Italy, we have other c- uh, category of sparkling wine. You have Asti, perhaps Asti, you know. In the yeah. U.S., historically, it was quite uh, you know well distributed. Which was Asti kind Spumanti, of the first which is
1: sweet thing, like Martini and Rossi, and yeah. Asti Spumanti. That was kind of most people in America's. Sp- introduction to sparkling wine yeah from. and
0: and that's the reason why sometimes people in america when you say spumante they think it's a sweet wine you know yeah. while trento doc and ferrari is not sweet you know we are a very dry uh wine um and uh, you know nowadays there is francia i think one of the richness of uh, of italian sparkling is really the diversity and trento doc it's uh, certainly a denomination will represent the high end of italian sparkling so around 5% only of the overall production of sparkling wine is Metodo Classicos, which is bottle fermented, yeah. which is a method that usually is dedicated to the high end of sparkling because it takes longer years. Uh, it takes The second fermentation happens in the bottle. The wine has to age a long time on the lease. So it's the high end of, it, of Italian sparkling. And Trento DOC is the, the region, Trentino, where you have the longest history because we have over a century of tradition, which started with Giulio Ferrari, as we mentioned before. And it is also a very unique region because uh, having the mountains, we cultivate in a very unique climate. If you think about Sh- Champagne is far north. Yep. We are uh, uh, in the sou- in Italy, which is uh, south, so it's a warmer climate. But at the same time, we cultivate in the mountains. And so... What characterizes our territory is uh, an incredibly beautiful during shift in temperature between day and night. I, I like to say that in Trentodoc you find uh, the sun and the snow. You know, it's the sun because these uh, vineyards on the mountains are kissed by the sun during the day, but on the, during the night, the cold air comes down from the mountain. And this is what, uh, in my opinion, enables this wine to have, you know, elegance, finesse, but also, you know, a nice, very nice uh, aromatic it's, it's profile. <laughs>
1: Hey, Emma, you know what the first thing I do in the morning when I wake up is? Oh, God, don't tell me. All right, yeah, you probably don't want to know. You know what the fifth thing I do in the morning after I wake up? Scratch your bum. No, I've already done that. <laughs> fifth is brush my teeth. And, you know, the thing is, most people are brushing their teeth wrong. Not long enough, and they forget to change the brush on time. You know why? Why?
2: Because they're people and they're lazy. Yeah, that's right.
1: And it's also because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than better brushing, but not Quip. You know what makes Quip different? You tell us, Emma, what makes Quip different?
2: I do know, actually. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes. It is $25, while still it packs just the right amount of vibrations to help clean your teeth. Thank you, Dan.
1: Oh, my teeth feel better already.
2: Quip's built-in timer helps you clean for the dentist-recommended two minutes with guided pulses that remind you to switch sides as well. Boop, boop, boop. And Quip's subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. It's super cheap. Hello, it's me, delivery guy. Hello, is that Quip? Yes, I've got your Quip. Good, I'm ready for a good brushing. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They were on Oprah's O-List. You get a Quip. You get a Quip. You get a Quip. They were also named Time's Best Invention and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association.
1: Quip starts at just $25. That's $25 Roonies. And if you go to getquip.com slash drinky right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush that's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash drinky spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash d-r-i-n-k-y that's my toothbrush person. very good yeah thank you
0: So we started here with the with, with the, the brute. Ferrari brut because you mentioned the Emmys and we are the toast the official toast of the Emmy season and the Ferrari's brut is certainly you know what has been, what this, is we, what what has been yeah. this is what they're uh, handing uh, you when you walk in. Absolutely. This is what what they drank at at the at the at the yeah and uh, and uh, yeah. and what we yeah. will drink or we have been drank yeah. for the people who is listening at the governor ball. Uh, and By the way, it all makes
1: sense if you just drink more of it. Uh, the time thing, just just keep drinking. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, no, <laughs> okay. <yeah." laughs> Can
2: I ask if you don't mind, Mateo? I because I, I'm really interested. I mean, the Governor's Ball is a really important after party of all after parties. That one, the Emmys, and obviously at the Oscars, uh, to name a few others. But to get to be to become the sparkling wine what does it take to A lot be of money. for them to no money aside <laughs> no, cuz <laughs> let's be honest all these sparkling wines champagnes and things have money okay yeah. so someone at the emmys sp- specifically chose you guys yeah. and that's not easy i'm sure so can no, you talk it is, us through uh, that
0: exactly what happened because uh, the television Inside of the Television Academy, the people were organizing and taking care of the Governor Ball. They knew Ferrari. They tasted Ferrari through a personal connection also with our brand ambassador in the United States. So everything started from the recognition of the Television Academy that Ferrari was uh, the right choice, be having the quality and the identity and the characteristic to be served at the, at, uh, at the Emmys, which is also you know, interesting because historically, all these events in Los Angeles were dominated by Champagne. Mm-hmm. So we were basically the first probably Italian sparkling which has been chosen and uh, probably also because we are you know the most uh, you know the most recognized of Italian sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were. We started this um, probably starting. We started from personal relationship from the fact that uh, they recognized the quality of Ferrari. So they proposed us to be involved in the in the Emmys at the Governor Ball. The first year was a try for both of us, you know, for the Television Academy and for Ferrari, and it was an amazing experience. I came to Los Angeles, and I still remember that. It was also a very unique addition uh, um, because um, that night at the Governor Ball, Andrea Bocelli was singing. Andrea Bocelli is an Italian singer. So I thought it was quite. Unique I thought he was Irish. No. Sorry, oh, he's Italian. Shelley? He's okay. Italian. All right, so He's, he's Italian from. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and so it was uh, for me. It was quite special because when I was listening to Andrea Bocelli and all this, you know, everybody was standing up and clapping, and I thought, you know, that together with Bocelli, we we had, you know, two. Uh, element of Italian style inside of this uh, great event at the Emmys. And then we had, uh, you know, the other edition. This is the fourth time we are coming to the Emmy Awards. Um, We are very happy about this partnership also because I've seen, uh, uh, I think that uh, what we are in the last years, we have uh, the the quality of television production is continually increasing. And, And with that, also the importance of the Emmy is growing. I've seen more and more the best actor that oh, yeah. before only in the in cinema coming to the television series. Uh, I've seen uh, most of the the best director getting involved nowadays uh, in uh, in TV series. So I think the quality of the production and the quality overall of the event is growing year over year. So we are your partnership. Very happy. Your
1: partnership came in at just the re- you guys got in right when streaming. I think So, so. Netflix and all this blowing yeah. up, which
0: is. I remember the first event you know once you know the first event of Amazon you know an and after part event with Amazon, which which uh, to me was impressive you know Amazon getting into this uh, this sector yeah and then you know netflix and so things are changing so fast, and I think this is really the hot space and uh, what we also like to say is that uh, as Ferrari, we like to celebrate excellence you know the the Julia Ferrari started with one Uh, strong value which was achieving and pursuing excellence in every detail and this is the same that Television Academy celebrates every year so also in this we find a perfect, you know, common ground with the Television Academy, uh, and I have to say it's also a lot of fun to be here sure. for this event. Uh, it's uh, it's every year is uh, is a lot of fun because uh, uh, you work with all these actors and it's an amazing uh, it's an amazing event. The Governor Ball is impressive because you have four th- four or five thousand people, you know, very elegant, smartly dressed, a beautiful woman, beautiful. M- how much wa- How much?
1: How many bottles get poured? It's yeah. a lot. You at know, the governor's, governor's I, I, I think that, you know well,
2: it's, uh, an it's an estimate. A, estimate, because I'm assuming there's none left at the end of the
0: yeah, night. Uh, I have to say that probably also because it's a sparkling night, so everybody wants sparkling yeah. wine. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the you know the lucky thing. So we, it has, it's also you know it's a it's a sparkling night and it's a night of celebration. And how do you celebrate better than than with sparkling wine? So there is uh, you know a lot of uh, a lot of Ferrari and. Uh, there is usually when you enter. It's amazing to see all these uh, glasses being poured and uh, to welcome the people because welcoming thousands of people all together in a very you know elegant set, it's uh, it's not easy. And also the organization to me is impressive. I've seen I've, I've seen a lot of events around the world, but uh, I have to say that I you know this is absolutely unique in terms of the quality of setting, the quality of food, the quality of each detail of the decoration. Every year there is a theme for the decoration, which is uh, which is absolutely unique. What I is look it this forward. Year? This year is basically Emmys under the star,
1: which is funny because you can't even see the stars because of the smog. Th- it's Emmys, Emmys under
0: sure, the smog. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. They, it's gonna be very very. They th- It's gonna be a they lot have a of lighting stars. lighting
1: designer
2: puts <laughs> things that look like stars up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They actually have um, it's a thick a thick layering of the stars above you <laughs> that changes color all night long. Oh, they yeah. really do.
0: Really no, yeah. They actually put
1: in fake stars. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I, t-
0: I tell you that the the, the the decorations usually are stunning. Last mm-hmm. year was amazing. Last year was about sustainability, which was, again, a value that we discussed with the Television Academy that we share because, uh, you know, as a winery, for example, we have all our estate vineyards, which are certified organic. So sustainability is a very strong value for us. And uh, that was the topic. Uh, so, it's, uh, I look forward to see because uh, you have been there, but I haven't, you know, at least now that we are recording, I haven't been yet yeah. to, the, to the bowl. And I look forward to see uh, what they created
2: this year. It's going to be exciting. I'm sure it's slightly different to what we had as well.
0: What am I drinking right here? Okay, we started, as we said, with the Ferrari Brut, which is non vintage, only Chardonnay Blanc de Blanc, age, which ages for uh, 24 months, two years on the lease. And then we go, uh, we, we change to Ferrari Perle. Ferrari Perle is our vintage Trento What does Perle mean? Perle was a name invented by Giulio Ferrari. I love it because it recalls, you know, the pearl and perlage. But actually, Giulio Ferrari created the name because. At that time Trento, you know, the city of Trento was not part of Italy, it was part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. So he was, you know, it was a German speaking area. Okay. And so Perlenwein was the name for sparkling wine. So Perle was recalling the pearl, the preciousness of the pearl, but also Wein. But um, you know, going back to what you were saying before about sparkling, I think you know, really, the the there is a big change happening in terms of the perception of sparkling wine. Nowadays, I think you know, f- people is starting to understand that excellence in sparkling is not a monopoly of a single region. Absolutely, you know, Champagne. It's amazing. Yeah, I think there are some great Champagne. I love Champagne. But it's not the only region where you can make amazing sparkling wine. And, uh, you know, for example, Trentino is a region with its own identity. We are a mountain sparkling wine. We have our own history, own personality. And uh, I think consumer more and more is understanding that uh, when they love sparkling there is a lot they can taste, and there are different territories. And in Italy, we have, as we said before, different categories, but not only in Italy. You know? Well, you know who and else uh,
1: recognizes that? All the champagne houses, because they're all, yeah. buying, they're all buying vineyards in, in California, yeah. uh, all over the world. Like the great, the famous champagne houses are buying up property all
0: over the place in some of the. You know, you know there is and a competition now in London called the Champagne and Sparkling Wine World Championship. And so in London, um, this uh, journalist called Tom Stevenson. Yeah, who is uh, an important journalist because uh, you know he wrote a book called Champagne in 1986, which is considered a little bit the Bible of Champagne. He created this competition now be- and to judge and compare, sh- you know, sparkling wine from all over the world, so Champagne, but also Trento DOC, and also California sparkling, and and it's interesting because when we at these uh, awards uh, you have uh, uh, we, you have really sparkling wines from all over the planet, and you understand how there is quality. Uh, worldwide, and, uh, and especially if you like sparkling wine, you can appreciate that each one of these territory has its own character. You know, a great wine is an exp- always an expression of its terroir. You know, in Italy there was a writer saying, uh, "The wine is the poetry of his own land." It represents; it has to represent the land, and so it has to be unique. and uh, And there are quality sparkling wine in many places on the earth. Uh, we try to do our best in Trentino. You're doing a good job. <laughs> Let me ask you this then: just this will be rapid fire. I'm going to throw out a region. You tell me,
1: just off the top of your head, yeah. which bubble do you want? Ready? Here we go. You get to drink a sparkling wine from
0: Napa. What are you drinking? Uh, okay, I think Schramberg, because it's uh, it's oh, uh, historically so the the, yeah. the it's a landmark product. Uh, it's um, I'm um, so that that's probably my top so of Schramberg, Schramsberg yeah. from Napa.
1: Okay. Uh, let's go Spain. Spain. We're going broad here with Spain, but just Spain. Yeah, uh,
0: it's uh, I. I have a you know a friend producer called Gramona. It's a small one, but Gramona is a very high quality producer of cava. Uh, I don't know. Probably in some specialty shop you can find it. It's a it's a family owned company. Um, it's a small production, but very high quality uh, spa, uh, cava. They make long aging on the lees, uh, quite unique. Okay.
2: I like where this is going. Hey. How
0: about champagne? We'll or give you two. Uh, we'll get no. We'll give yeah. you
1: three from Champagne.
2: Three from you Champagne. Have
0: three champagnes. Okay. What are they? Okay, I like uh, as a as a maison. I probably like Boulanger. I think it's a maison that has a very strong uh, identity and uh, uh, very nice tradition. So the Grand Année or uh, so of uh, Boulanger. I like uh, Paul Roger as well. Paul okay, okay, depending Winston on Churchill's how much, the, the Winston Churchill would be is. great, but you know that's expensive. You can also go to the non-vintage of Paul Roger. It's always uh, a good quality. I also think you know there are many, but uh, you know in terms of big house, I would go to Roder probably. Roderer, okay. Roder is uh, is uh, is a champagne producer that is uh, delivering very high quality uh, nowadays. Have you ever uh, done
1: Australian bubbly?
0: yeah but i'm not very you know big expert but there are you know there are some uh, some uh, very good australian as well uh, but uh, you see it's uh, i think if you like uh, if you like uh, sparkling wine you can really really find uh, so many so many smaller than even in uh, in uh, in uh, in the area of in croatia there are some small sure. producer even in uh, uh, nowadays in germany uh, it's um, the um, it's, it's a all worldwide, over. but, but I even me, in England, even in England. Oh, I was
1: about so to we, say, say, we better chapel down, chapel
2: down, I was about right? to yeah. say, is it worrying to you that in England we are attempting to make?
0: No, I mean wine? it's not worrying because as I I think you know we are lucky because, on sparkling wine producer because the the I think that sparkling wine is a growing category and we will continue to grow. Yeah. Because high uh, fine sparkling wine is a very modern wine. Why? Because, uh, you see, we all look for, on average, people is looking for light food, for um, elegant food. And, uh, you know, we go less and less uh, towards very heavy, 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 rich, rich uh, rich dishes. And that's the reason why the perfect wine becomes sparkling. In addition, people drink when they meet together, being friends, celebrating, or being, uh, you know, a couple getting together. So, and again, sparkling wine is perfect. Uh, people drink wine in uh, in events, in celebration, like the Emmys, or a stand-up di- dinner like the Emmys. What is the perfect wine for a stand-up dinner? Is sparkling. So I think sparkling wine is a growing category. I think there is space for 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 um, for many brands. And
1: um, well, wait, wait, I'm I'm not letting you off the hook though. We've gone around the world, but there's sure. one place, Italy. Italy. Besides Ferrari, besides Ferrari, yeah. you get three sparkling wines from Italy. What are
0: they? I would go for, I think Trentino, as I said, is is a region which has a strong vocation for sparkling wine and not only Ferrari you can find other small producers uh, from uh, from Trentino which are uh, which are uh, very good There is, uh, you know so he, can't do it, it. he can't bring himself to say it I, yeah, I, I, I know I, I, I have so many <laughs> so many friends in Trentino they will be I will go, go the one big prosecco ones. one prosecco but that's actually uh, that's easy because we also as a group uh, it's a Lunelli group okay. we also own a prosecco winery so i cannot uh, avoid <laughs> mentioning that and it's Bizol. but bisole is um, is a, is a brand that uh, represents historically a reference for Prosecco Superiore di Valdobiadene. So we are in the very, uh, in the center of the DOCG, which is the most uh, historical region of the of the hills of Valdobiadene. And it's uh, you know, we make a Crede, which is uh, a brut Prosecco Superiore, an amazing wine. Uh, and then the third, to go out of my regions, I would probably go in Corta And um, I think uh, probably... You know, uh, Cadel Bosco, which is our uh, people would say competitor, I think it's a colleague and they're friends. Cadel Bosco is a very nice. Uh, say, how do you spell that one? No, Cadel Bosco. C- oh, Cadel Bosco. Okay. So, probably, uh, so in Trentino, and I would go for another Trento doc I would go for Bisoli in, in Prosecco, and then I would pick Francia because it's another region where you, w- w- which is a reference in Italian, high end Italian sparkly.
2: Yeah. It's like almost breaking a sweat. Um, I would I'm like. told
0: Mateo has to go. Oh, oh.
2: Mateo
1: has to go. Oh,
3: well, you well, gotta go. Should we say
2: goodbye to Mateo and then we can uh, have a little? Well, yeah, we can do
1: a little bit of that. I was gonna.
2: Oh,
1: oh. look at this! Um, Please don't leave us. Well, this has been a great Emmy show, and I want to thank uh, our friends from Ferrari for having us up to this beautiful place. Yeah, and Thank you very much for joining leaving, us at drink, Ferrari Villa. Yeah, we're going to drink all of this while you're gone. Uh, and uh, so let's give it up for Matteo. Matteo, Bruno, Lanelli, Ferrari. You can go to the website, check it all out check out the Emmys. Oh, the Emmys already happened. I was there. I had an awesome time. Uh, (laughs) Producer Bo and Emma had a great time at the mini Emmys the week before.
0: Sorry, but yeah, there he goes.
2: Apologies uh, in advance for all Dan's Instagram posts from the Emmys. And they're
0: all welcome to visit us in Ferrari in Trento if they come to Italy. If they want to follow us in, on Ferrari Trento, which is uh, you know on most of social media, yeah, and I'm also on Instagram, so I, you can follow me and you. What's, your, what's yours on the Instagram? I'm Matteo Lunelli Ferrari. Okay, so I will be at the Emmys if you want to follow me, as well as Ferrari Trento. And
1: follow us, a tricky fun time, and go on there and see the picture of producer Bo and Emma at the Emmys last week, looking very stylish. Uh, of course, Emma, I want to thank you. Another fantastic episode. And, uh, thank you. I guess that's all we got. Thanks a lot. Oh, Santa Lucia, Santa Lucia.
0: It's a good show.